Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Glad to have everybody with us tonight <laughs> Uh, last week about high school football uh, getting in full swing, and uh, it actually started around here last Friday, or last Thursday night, I should say, and uh, me and Coach Mike and Jennifer uh, went to a couple games this past weekend. We went to uh, a game on Thursday night to uh, watch uh, our Mount Jennifer's alma mater, so when East High School hosts the Johnson County Longhorns, uh, which they got beat 14 to nothing. Um, wasn't a very good game at all. They uh, they sure got uh, beat up at the line of scrimmage. Um, but uh, nevertheless, they got beat 14 to nothing. Seen a young man kick about. I think he kicked two field goals of over 40 yards, one of 42 and one of 43. Um, so that was impressive. Um, you don't see that much, at least around here, at the high school level, uh, kickers that can kick that good. And I actually heard him talk on a radio station today um, about that. A guy doing the interview asked him, you know, how he felt about it. said, no. Coach asked him if he thought he could make it, and he said, yes, I can. And uh, he he went out there, and, and the whole team executed and uh, did their job, and, uh, and he made two field goals, one of 42 and one of 43. And uh, that's sort of impressive. Uh, young man had confidence in himself, and his coach had confidence in him as well. So um, uh, even though he didn't uh, – play for the team I root for. I, uh, I like to see success like that when you work hard at it. I went on to hear the interview. And, you know, it said they put in like a, um, every day after practice, like 30 to an hour's time just working on field goals and extra points and moving around to different places, and uh, it, it shows. And, um, you know, that's that's a, a great weapon to have. And when you can uh, uh, work on it, do it, um, get kids to buy in, good things happen. So uh, congratulations to the Longhorns. Um, they beat their alma mater. So many two Patriots, 14 to nothing. Um even though I really believe uh, East should have won the game, um, they just sort of run out of gas in the second half and turned it over way too many times. The other team <laughs> didn't turn it over at all. They actually give up an onside kick and a fake punt. And uh, 
I heard them talking today on that radio station that they had nine uh, freshmen that actually uh, never had any football experience at all that played uh, a lot in that game, uh, which is also impressive. So, um, you know, hey, man, congratulations to them. They got a, a tough game this week, so uh, we'll see if they can put two together and uh, and maybe they can. Um, on Friday night, we went and uh, watched Junaika High School uh, play, play down in the uh, Greenville. They played North Green. Um, they got a couple girls that play on their team. Uh, Sydney Robertson and uh, Sandra Darby, I think is their name. Um, we've been uh, recruiting those two young girls, and uh, um, Sydney is a, a pretty good player in her own rights, and uh, really had a had a pretty good game. Um, you know, we that's what we went to to watch was to uh, uh, watch those watch those two young girls play. So. Uh, she she did a pretty good job, um, and uh, she I'm actually going to have her on the show as uh, a guest here in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll talk to her about uh, some of the some of the game, and uh, you know what got her into playing playing football, and uh, you know what uh, um, what uh, keeps her going, you know because uh, it it's. It's a great thing to play high school football. And, uh, you know, like me and Mike talked about last week, we've been uh, we've been uh, talking about, you know, what it takes to play these uh, play at these levels. So, uh, and to keep it up. And as a as a young athlete playing, it was, you know, always a dream of mine to, you know, to play high school football at older. He's five years older than me, and uh, to actually, you know, to get up there and um, when you're freshman, we played on uh, Mondays, and uh, I think the JV played on Thursday or vice versa. I'm not sure, but you know, everybody knows what Friday night means, and you know, it was all always awful special, and uh, you know, for for these girls to get the experience that um, is, is great. They don't really. Um, Maybe they do realize how lucky they are. I'm not sure. Um, I wish that a lot of um, other coaches and organizations would, uh, you know, have open arms to these young ladies to uh, let them at least try if they have what it takes to play. Um, I understand uh, if they don't, uh, you know, at least let them try. And if they can't cut it, I understand that. But, you know, two two games – in a row, we've watched um, um, Sydney play. Uh, well, actually, uh, a jamboree and a uh, um, full game last week. So, she, uh, we, we've got quite a bit of uh, recruit done on her. And uh, you know, the other girl, younger, I think she's 15, maybe she's sophomore. Um, she needs, uh, you know, needs. Need some work. Sydney's older. She she's more set, and um, you know what she wants to do. She's serious about it, and uh, and and it shows. So you know, it's just can't explain what it what it means to be able to to 
after having a women's football team and my wife playing and, and loving the sport so much and, you know, wishing she could have played for years, what it means to actually go uh, to a game and be able to uh, women play, girls, whatever you want to talk, and contribute. And uh, that's exactly what Sydney did. Um, you know, one thing um, before I get to talk to her here I, uh, it, is that did it did bother me a lot in those two games that we went to. I can't um, I can't tell you how undisciplined um, a lot of those players were at both of them games, and uh, of course he's not one of them for sure. But I, you know when I when I was a player, and uh, I'll promise you if you were if you did the things we seen between Thursday night and Friday night. Um, you, you wouldn't be a part of that team. I don't care how many players you had. Um, and you know, I, that's to me. I, I couldn't. I can't believe it. Honestly, the things I've seen, and I've seen them get by with. And uh, you know, it, it for me, it takes away from the game of football. It takes away from why the coaches are there. Uh, the coaches are there to coach the players, not the players to coach the coaches. And uh, you see that a lot on some of these women's teams, uh, certainly not ours. I can, I can assure you that, that the tail does not wag the dog around here, nor will it ever. And, uh, you know, I get criticized for the Bucks. Um I get told I'm a lot of things. But they they can also put winner beside my name when they say that because that's what we do. And uh, we're not going to um, let anybody um, come in here and run over us and tell us what they're going to do. And uh, I, I couldn't, just couldn't believe it in the two games how how much undisciplined these players were. And uh, it just as a football coach, as a player, and as a fan, um, I, I was embarrassed for him. I just to be honest with you, I was in, embarrassed for him. And, and they, I don't know any of the kids on either teams. Um, you know, that's just the, like the third time I've even seen Sydney. So I don't even know anybody on those teams. I don't know who their parents are or anything. But I can assure you this, had that been me, if my coach would have put up with it, my mother most certainly wouldn't have. Uh, she would have jerked knock my hind end uh, as fast as you can blink an eye. Um, you know, for me, it's called respect. And if you don't have any more respect for your elders or your coaches, um, then, then you need to move on. And uh, I was really, really, um, really disappointed. I don't get me wrong, glad I went to the game for love football. But, I, you know, I just watched all aspects of the game now versus just watching and and what I seen I was I was just really disappointed in the in the way these kids act today. And I know when I say that I'm saying it all because if you're on the team you're part of it. That don't mean you're I'm necessarily talking to you. So um we'll we'll talk about that a little bit here. A little bit. I think Coach Mike's gonna join me. Um, after I get through talking to Miss Sydney here, so uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to her here. I believe she join us, and we'll talk to Coach Mike. How about it, Sydney? You there? Hey. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. 
Hey, glad you could take time to join us tonight. I, I really appreciate it. I know uh, you're probably busy with practice and school and and work and all that, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show tonight. It really means a lot that you invited me on here. Well, tell, tell me, tell us that, you know, a lot of people – um, well, first off, I'll go ahead. I'll say this: you actually you you you're starting defensive tackle uh, on a boys high school team, uh, Unica High School in Carter County. Um, for these people that are listening that don't know, um, how how did it come about that you decided you wanted to play uh, high school football? Well, I always grew up around football and. My mom always wanted me to play softball, but I just didn't like – I just wasn't interested in any other sport, really. So I just decided to give football a try, and I loved it. Well, well, this is now this is just your first year. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, when, when – um, at what point did you tell uh, the head coach of that football team over there that you wanted to try out or you were going to play? Uh, when, when was that, actually? Um, well, I wanted to play the previous year, and Coach Bennett was my algebra teacher. And I just told him how much I wanted to play last year, and he was just like, come out and give it a try. So you started this now. Do y'all have a spring practice, or did y'all just start practicing in the summer? Oh, yeah, we we do spring practice. So did you did you go uh, to the spring practice? Yeah, I've been doing it since uh, uh, last uh, spring or fall. Right now. How many, how many kids or are, are students or classmates are you going to have in your graduating class? Do you have a clue? Um, I'm not too sure, but I know there are ten seniors on the football team. Right. Um, well, I, I just I was asking uh, when y'all played in the jamboree that uh, you know. There was like 250 total kids in y'all's high school. I was just wondering, yeah. you know, if that was if that was pretty accurate. Um, so I you know, know, it's a right. Well, it's you know, it's honestly and 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 look, I, I I'm I'm a fan of yours. Um, like I said, when I first met you, um, just to be. Um, Having enough, have enough guts to to go out there and and participate. First of all, um, you know it's like going into anything new. That you know you're always the low person on the totem pole. You're going in, you mm-hmm. don't know what to expect. But I'm gonna tell you something. I played high school football. I played football my whole life, and I'll promise you, uh, a girl going to play on the boys' team, even though you've been to school with these guys your whole, probably your whole life, going to play a boys' sport, and that's pretty much what it is, at at high school, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. As a girl, that takes a lot of guts. And, you know, to, to do that, 
and and not back out. And uh, I'm sure you were nervous wrecked the day you went. Um, you yeah. know, not. Uh, <laughs> I I can imagine because you know even when I even though when I was a freshman and I got to play um, on the varsity. Even though I knew those guys, I was nervous myself, you know, and I already knew them just because I was stepping up. Um, but yeah. what, you know, to have the guts to stay out there, and then, and then not only that, when probably most of these guys have played played their whole life, and then you have to go in there and learn the plays and learn the positions and uh, that kind of thing. How, how long did that take you? Um, it took me, it took me like maybe a month or two of just, we have, we go to practice all week. So it took me about a month or two to really get a hang of it and know what I was doing before I could really, uh, excel in what I was doing. Right. Well, I I can I can assure you this. I don't know, and I'm and I'm being honest, and and I'm sure somebody answer this for me or probably do some research um, for me somewhere. But you know, most most of the girls that play on boys' high school football teams are usually kickers. Uh, I do know, about three years ago, Chill Howie. Uh, I don't know if you know where that is, Till Howie, Virginia. They had a girl that started at linebacker. Um, there, there is a few, but for the most part, I promise you, there's not very many girls in in high school that could that could start at defensive tackle um, on on any boys team. And uh, you know, when when you was telling the staff that day. Um, you know that that's where you played. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually that's where I played. Um, you know, and and I see, I see, uh, you know, great things that you're, you know, that you're doing. And then, you know, at times I see that, you know, some of the things of you not playing your whole life, um, you know, hurt you. Like, for instance, like guys will just have certain instincts, you know, where they've played, maybe seen stuff a long time ago, but. With that being said, um, I think you had a really, really uh, good game on uh, on Friday on yeah, on Friday night there. Thank you. We uh, we we sat up there and Mike, he, Coach Mike, he brought he brought his notepad and and for everybody you know to listening, we we actually uh, had you wrote down uh, for. Two solo tackles, and on and on those two tackles, one of them was to uh, keep them from getting a first down, and one of them was to keep mm-hmm. them from a two point conversion. Um, thank you. I think we had you wrote down for uh, those were two solo tackles, and then you were in on three other tackles, and then on two other occasions, um, I've seen uh, where or we've seen that you. You know, a lot of times in football, and this is this is something they don't keep in stats, is somebody will make the play, but somebody else will get the tackle. And there was like two yeah. or three times we actually seen where you had made the play, and uh, you know, 
but somebody else made the tackle. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, that that's pretty impressive. Now, I don't care who you play for or what league you're in or anything else. To put up those kind of stats from a first-year player, uh, from a girl playing on for a girl playing on a high school team, um, to play every defensive snap. He didn't come out, I don't think, on defense. Um, and for you to play every snap, um, not tap your helmet, wanting out, not uh, um, have to come out because of an injury. That's pretty mm-hmm. impressive, and and I, and honestly, uh, we we were really impressed with it. Thank you. That means a lot. Well, you know, here here's the the thing is, is you know, most people, I'm sure, um, you t- if you told if you went around telling everybody. And I know you're not that kind of person, but if you went around telling everybody, hey, you wouldn't believe it, but I played high school. I started high school uh, on a high school football team as defensive tackle. They're going to probably look at you like you're crazy, you know. Um, but for but for you to go out there and to be able um, to put all that stuff, hey, I'll guarantee you, I can't imagine the pressure that you – we probably don't feel it near as much now because you've got some playing time under you and stuff here. But the pressure you probably felt for a, for a game or two, uh, you know, to go out there and perform has been uh, a lot. Am I right? Oh, definitely. Um, the first few scrimmages and uh, my first game, I, w- I just wanted to do – good because I know coach was counting on me and my teammates are counting on me and I know a lot of people were kind of pointing me out and trying to see you know if the girl player is good or not right well you know I thank you uh, you know anybody that's asked themselves that I thank you Richard um, all those and I, I'm going to say I'm going to say this, and this is, I hope you take this in the right way because to me it, it's uh, a rewarding statement um, is that as all those guys, you're, you're definitely not the strongest, you're definitely not the biggest, but I'm going to say this, you hustle more than any of them. You give more on every single play than they do, and your attitude is is way 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 better than theirs is, and for me personally, that that means everything um, to me as as a football coach, as a football player, and and now as a football fan to to see that that means everything, and those guys, um, you know, they can learn a lot from you in in that manner. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Friday a few times some of the boys got uh, aggravated, but I mean, it happens. <laughs> well, trust trust me, it, it it does happen. I mean, I I get it. People get frustrated. People get aggravated. But here's here's the big thing: it just just like you. I'm sure you get frustrated when you get aggravated. I've seen this one guy mm-hmm. take a uh, um, 
uh, I've seen this one guy take and hit you really hard, and it was one one of the times that you know I actually there was there was one time in that game Friday night and one time in the jamboree that I thought you might not get up, um, and and you did. Sort of, it probably run your bail some on that last of the last game, but. Here, here's the thing. One thing that I've noticed is, is no, the, those guys that I've seen them double team you, I've seen them knock you down, I've seen them run over, I've seen them lay on you, hold you down. But the one thing each time you did is get up, go to the huddle, or get up, go back to your position. It's not personal. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's not personal. Yeah. And a lot of these boys are bringing this stuff on themselves. By making this stuff personal, and it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Football is is a game. Now, whatever happens out of, off the field and all that, yeah, it can be personal. But football is, yeah. you know, is actually a, a great game. And for mm-hmm. when we're sitting up there, and and you know, we're we're not a college, no, but we're we're coming to recruit you like we the college would be for for some of those guys. Okay. Yeah. And we're sitting up here, and you know, Mike's got his book over, there and we're sitting here talking about it, and hustle, yeah, attitude, yeah, um, you know, toughness, yeah, um, the ability to be in shape to play the whole game, yeah. We got all these uh, things checked off for you. Now, if I'm a college recruit, there's not a whole lot of them boys that can be checking off. All those four, and what I'm saying is, this is just something uh, an attribute to you and the way you play and the way you carry yourself um, in a professional manner um, to to just play the game of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my coach he he really like wants us to work on our attitude more than anything because. That's what really impacts the game as a whole is our attitude. Well, I said, you know what, I said up there, um, I mean, actually, we're there, we watch the whole game. And, uh, you know, look, things happen in, in sports, not just football. Things happen in sports. I mean, look, yeah, there was a time or two you could have made a tackle. It, it happens. There's a there's all kinds of times other people come out. It happens. You just got to go on to play the next play. But I'm going to tell you yeah. something. By you keeping a good attitude helps you out more than you can ever imagine. Uh, when those guys come to the sidelines, slinging their helmets, arguing amongst one another, stuff like that, that does no good. And I, love, I just love the fact that, you know, that's one thing that, that we try to teach here with our women's team is, um, you know, if if you want to argue and fuss, you're going to do it somewhere else. We're not going to allow yeah. it on the football field. And it's surely not going to be allowed uh, with the coaches, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we uh, really, really uh, like about, you know, the way you play and, the way you carry yourself and, and uh, um, you know, just being a, a professional out there. When it would be easy just to follow in suit with, with everything that happens around you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'll just, I just try to go out and do my best every play. And if I mess up, 
then I mess up and I just try to focus on the next play because that's what matters. Yeah. Well, I had somebody send me a question in here while we're talking and wanted to know how did the how did the boys uh, take to uh, you you and Sandra playing? Um, well, like you said before, I mean, I grew up with these boys, so, I mean, it was still nerve-wracking because, you know, it's their sport, basically. But, I mean, they they had no problem with me and Sandra joining the team. They, I mean, they treat me and her just like they would anybody else. Well, that, that's good. I mean, that's, that's the way it should be. I mean, if you're going to be um, a part of something, then you need to be, um, you know, um, treated like everybody else on the team. Uh, I have another question while these people send me in here. Um, what, so far, what has been your most memorable, memorable play? Um, probably when we stopped North Green at that uh, one yard line. <laughs> that was a scary moment with two seconds on the clock. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a that was a good play, but um y'all still had I mean they still had the score two point conversion. Um for and I and I'm just saying for me, the the highlight and I know I know you probably didn't even hear, but uh when you made that tackle to keep them from making a two-point conversion, uh, me and Coach yeah. Mike and, and Jennifer all come up to, to holler. So that, for me, um, that was the the best play so far. I mean, you know, the list, and anytime you can hold anybody out, the end zone when they're at the one or two-yard line, you're doing something great. But, you know, I, I felt like that um, that, you you proved a point right then and there. I felt like uh, that, you know, they're probably thinking she can't make the play, you know. And yeah. for you to go out there and make the play, and, I mean, actually, call, uh, uh, that was actually a tackle for a loss, is, is really yeah. something. And, 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 you know, like I said, we, we stood up and, and hollered uh, 40 in our, in our own right because, that, I mean, that's a, you know what, that's a big-time play. Um, it didn't mm-hmm. turn out to be the play of the game, but it very well could have been. You know, if had yeah. they got that, uh, then that touchdown uh, may have meant more than you know what it actually what they were going for down there. So, you know, there's there's lots of good um, things, um, and you know, you you got a long. But that's just your first game. Well, y'all got nine more games to go, and uh, yeah. you know we're. Uh, we're rooting for you. I said we don't know anybody else but you two girls on the team, and uh, we're rooting for y'all. And uh, uh, like to, you know, hope you get better. Hope y'all can uh, win a lot of games, and um, you know, go as, go as far as you can. Because man, there's nothing, and I'm gonna tell you, there's nothing like playing high school football. Um, I, I can assure you. You can ask all the great pro players uh, that play in the NFL right now, Peyton Manning. I'm sure you know who Peyton Manning is, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, Peyton Manning, one of the greatest to ever play the game. Every time they interview him, he says, man, I'll never forget. 
playing on those Friday nights, you know. So you're actually, um, a girl living, uh, the uh, greatest dream of all, um, you know, because it all starts for just about every, every professional athlete. It all started for them on, on Friday nights. And, uh, to be able to, to play that and, uh, you know, for, um, and then to you know move on to next level and, and play is something that that is great and and I'm gonna tell you something and and I know um, that you get you have a great relationship with those boys and you grew up around mm-hmm. them your whole life. Um, one thing about uh, these this women's team we have is just just like. Those boys take to one another. That, that's how these girls take to one another. We we had a girl yeah. uh, that played on our that played on our team that played on the high school team, and um, she and look, I, I I don't blame her. She's all about you know high school football is is the greatest thing in the world. And I don't get me wrong, I agree. I'm, I'm with you wholeheartedly. You know. Until she gets to gets really involved in our team, you know what I'm saying, and realize yeah. that everybody around her is is just like her, you know what I'm saying. And then it's like, wow, this is the greatest thing, you know. So um, it's going to be, um, you know, it's something that you will treasure um, forever. Uh, being able to to play on Friday night, and uh, a lot of people, uh, even guys, don't have enough nerve to do or no, wouldn't put out the effort to do. I would say that. Um, left a couple more questions. These people are sending in for me. Uh, how how do you first one is how do you prepare for a game? Do you have a certain regimen or routine? Um, I mean, I usually. On the bus ride there, I mean, I usually just put my headphones in and try to get myself in that mindset and just going over everything that I know that I need to do to be a good football player that night. Right. Well, you know, like on we have a we have a thing on our team that um, before every game uh, we <laughs> sort of funny to say this week, but we listen to. Do you know who Tina Turner is? Yeah. <laughs> well, we actually listened to Tina Turner's private dancer. Um, I know that sounds odd, but uh, we used to have this girl play quarterback for us, and her name was Michelle Jensen, and she was a great big young. And uh, she had never heard that song, and she fell in love with it and just played it all the time. So we nicknamed her Tina, and uh, that became our team ritual that before every game uh, we played Tina Turner's private dancer. So, uh, you know, it's Everybody has their own thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty wild, ain't it? See how, man, I'm telling you, these these, these women, they're, they're crazy uh, uh, about this sport. And that's why, you know, I, I understand that how um, most people just can't understand that the seriousness of you playing uh, not just being on the team, but playing and contributing. There's a, there's a difference to say, 
hey, I'm on the high school football team. But to go out there and, and start every defensive snap uh, until the coach, like in that jamboree when they decided to take y'all out and uh, rotate. Um, but yeah. in that game the other day, play every snap to contribute. And, and I'm going to tell you something. There's, there's guys. I haven't been keeping up with stats on anybody but you. And uh, mm-hmm. but there's guys that don't have the stats you have. Um, not not saying they're not any good. I'm not saying that at all. And I don't want anybody to think uh, I'm saying that at all. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to tell you why I firmly believe um, one thing that I preach to these girls is I firmly believe that you give 100% of everything you have on every single play. And that that means if you miss the tackle, that means if you run yourself out of the play, that means if you get knocked down in the very next play, you give 100%. And by not taking mm-hmm. any plays off, that resorts to good things. And I preach that to these girls all the time. Give me mm-hmm. 100% of what you got. When you can't give me 100%, then you tell me and we'll get somebody in there that can. Because that's going to lead into good things, and I know you might you might have a hard time uh, dissecting that, but it, mm-hmm. it's the truth. And and when when we and look, we we come. Of course, we watch the whole game. But when you when you're in there, I sort of probably like your parents. We we was watching you and and watching how you did things, and um, you know what we see, and that that's the best thing that we see. Is, is you out hustle everybody? Um, there's there's most guys. I'm telling you, most guys. We went and watched two games last weekend. One on Thursday, and y'all was on Friday. And most guys that would have took the hit you could would have come out that play. I'll promise you. And they would have stood over there for two or three plays before they went back in. And then when they went back in, they would have sort of been. Uh, looking around to find out where that person was, and and yeah. what I'm saying here is, is that I don't know if it might have bothered you. It might, like I said, it probably run your bell. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely the, hurt the, me. <laughs> but the very but see, here's the, what I'm saying: the very next play, you didn't make the tackle, but you got. Uh, upfield and put pressure made the guy turn right back in to the middle linebacker that made the tackle. You see, you see what I'm saying? The guys, yeah. most of the guys would have been on the sideline over there getting their head rubbed or whatever, and, yeah. and you were out there and made the play. Now you didn't make the tackle, but you made the play. And, and for me, that's mm-hmm. just as important, you know, because if you don't yeah. make that play. Then the middle linebacker's not positioned at that point to make it at that position on the field. So that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to say here is, is the hustle uh, from you. Uh, a lot of the knowledge, you know what? By the time if 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 nothing happens between here and the end of the season, and um, you can stay healthy and you stay playing and you can stay in shape. By the end of the season, you're going to say, man, if I had this knowledge at the first of the year, wow, just think of what I could do. So just think of these boys having – how these boys got at least five or six years' worth of playing on you, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. And for you to be um, – and a lot of times 
that can be a great thing because you don't have all the bad habits. You haven't picked up the bad attitude. You haven't picked up mm-hmm. the, well, I've got my bell rung. I'm going to go out and out for a minute and get padded over here and, and uh, see what see what's going to happen. A lot of times it, it's a good thing because you you don't have bad habits, but you do lose a lot of just normal knowledge of things that um, you might uh, pick up along the way. So um, we're, I know one thing I'm really – Proud of you, Jennifer and Coach Mike. Uh, we really been impressed and uh, proud of you for hanging in there. Um, you know, and and I and I'm not gonna say any more just about being mm-hmm. on the team, but I'm I'm proud of you for contributing. And that's you know anybody can can say they're on the team. Uh, and to go out and contribute, that that's what means something. And uh, that that's. To me, the hustle and, and your attitude is, and toughness is the three uh, greatest things uh, about your plan. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I have a really great coach. It's one of the most reasons why I'm so disciplined. If it wasn't for him, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am. Now, which one's the which one's the head coach? What's his name? O'Brien Bennett. Now, who's the what's the uh, defensive coordinator now? Uh, Zach Naylor. Zach Naylor. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I've never heard them. Yeah, you say Naylor or Naylor? Uh, Naylor. Naylor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, there's a there's a there's a lot to be said to, for to have a a lot of discipline. I, I'm gonna tell you that um, um, I feel like that you know you can you can give you can give games away, um, and this is anybody, not any particular team. You can give team give games away. Uh, by being on this one, and you can win games by the team, the other team being on this one. I felt like for sure that y'all were way the way better team on Friday night. Um, I, I myself personally didn't feel like that it should have even been a game after the game started. I felt like that y'all were about four touchdowns better than that team. Um, so, yeah. Um, they hung in there. Hey, they kept fighting back. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just a lot of there was a lot of penalties in that game. It was just a penalty fest, and you know, and uh, a lot of that stuff's just things that you just can't do. And um, you know, and that's that's what I'm saying is I, I don't you know um, don't want to take away from anybody, but uh, to not retaliate, I guess, and not get personal with it when when you get knocked down. Because you know what? Getting knocked down is part of football. If you if you think you're going to go through your whole life and play football and not get knocked down, you probably ain't never seen the field. Because if you're out there doing any kind of play, you're going to get knocked down. Because somebody's going to blindside you. Somebody's going to catch you. Somebody's going to be better than you. Uh, you're mm-hmm. going to fall. Things happen, so um, you know you got to be um, really, uh, really disciplined, and, and that's and like to say, those those things are really um, things that that we 
that we like and enjoy about coming to watch you play. Um, if you had any message um, to give any of these young girls um, that wanted to play on a boys' high school team, uh, what would it be? In your own words, what would it be? Um, don't be scared. Don't be scared to, like, don't be scared of what other people might say to you just because you're a girl. Like, it doesn't matter. If you have the dedication, then you can you can do it. And you're going to get knocked down, but as long as you get back up, you'll be fine. And you just have to, you have to stick with it and you have to have a love for the game. Yeah, my, my biggest thing is commitment and dedication. If you have those two things, um, you, you will succeed in in life. Period. If you if you have those two things, anything, and you apply, you will have you know uh, great things happen along the way. Um, well, where do y'all play this Friday night? Uh, we don't play this Friday, but the Friday after we we play um, Hancock. Play where? Hancock County. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Or who do you? Is that the school you play? That's Hancock. Yeah, okay. That's the name of. Okay. Well, um, well, y'all gonna have a hard week at practice this week, or they gonna let you off on Fridays, or or what's the what's the deal? Uh well today and yesterday we were in hills so I mean he's not letting up. Well, that's good. Hey, that's uh, you know that's honestly that's one thing that uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, not not your particular team, but I uh, on Thursday when we went much so the East play uh, Johnson County. Um, East was gassed, and I'm gonna tell you right now they come out in the second half. And uh, man, they they can barely. I'm serious. They they were done. They were spent. And you know it's because they're not in shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta be in shape. And hey, it, it it it's just now starting to cool down some at night. So you know it's hot. You gotta be when you don't have very many. I mean, y'all might have 30 players, but 22 mm-hmm. or 23 are doing most of the playing. And uh, you got to be in shape, you know. You, uh, these games get long, and and there's a lot of uh, running involved. So, um, well, well, Sydney, I really appreciate you coming on the show tonight and uh, talking with us. And uh, maybe we'll uh, have you on again and uh, get you an even better game, and uh, uh, we can have you on here to talk some more football and. Uh, uh, good luck to you the rest of the year, and uh, hey, we're we're pulling for you. Our hats off to you and your family um, for um, letting you play. You know, there's I hear all the time. Um, we used to set up the booth at the fair, and you wouldn't believe the the girls that come through there that want to play, and and their parents won't let them play, and uh, to for for your parents to. Uh, be excited and back you to play on the boys' high school uh, football team. I, I commend them as well. So uh, our hats off to to you and your family. And uh, uh, congratulations on the win and uh, and a Thank good game. You. All Thank right. you for well, having me.
Oh, you bet. I appreciate you coming on. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. That was Sydney Robertson from uh, uh, Unaker High School. She uh, starting defensive tackle on the boys team. Um, she had a pretty good game last week. Um, I'd say probably better than, than most of the guys uh, that started the same position. So, uh, uh, good luck to her, man. I, I'm impressed that young lady, uh, just the way she hustles and plays. I think we've got Coach Mike Wallace on the line now as well. Uh, how about it, Coach? You there? Hey, I'm here, Coach. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing, my man? Oh, I'm doing just listening to the conversation you have with Cindy, man. Really impressive with that girl. She's putting forth effort, and then uh, you know she's she seems like she has the uh, the right tools for her just to succeed in life, not just football. Right. Well, you know, um, we we sit up there and and watch that game, and and exactly, you know, what me and her um, talked about was, you know, exactly um, what. What we said about her, the ability to to hustle and to take the hits and not taking it personal, to be disciplined, and um, you know, was is her is her greatest, uh, you know, her her greatest feat, and um, you know, the the one thing that she doesn't have is is the knowledge they have, and that's just from from lack of playing. Yeah, I mean that that'll come. I mean, it for for her. I know she's kicking herself in the butt for not playing as a freshman. But you know, when you when you start as a senior, uh, you know, it, you know, it doesn't even matter how much you follow football unless you're out there playing it. The knowledge really is, uh, you know, it's just hard to come by. But you know, she'll get it, and uh, you can see it in her when she's out there. Uh, and she she's a sponge when she's out there. You can see her soaking up every bit. And there's gonna come a time, I bet. Uh, probably later on in this season where she's going to remember something that happened in a game uh, and it's going to benefit her. Uh, but you certainly can see it being soaked up by her. Well, I'm going to tell you, we went and watched, we went and watched uh, two Jamboree, two Jamboree games, uh, me and you and Jennifer seen two Jamboree games. And then the, all three of us went and watched, their teams play, and then went watch these teams play. And you tell me, in all those games that we've seen, uh, who who would have out hustled her um, in in those games in the same situations that that she's been in at the same position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there 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 isn't many. I, I don't remember. Of course, you know, it's different. We're there watching her and only our eyes on her most of the game. Um, but, you know, you're right. You know, watching Sullivan East play and uh, against, uh, was it Johnson County or whoever they're playing. I mean, they're, the, the thing that is intangible about her is that she, um, again, and I go back to this whole point about she has something to prove and uh, – it's either as to herself or other people. Either way, she has something to prove, and you can see that uh, in her hustle. You can see that in her drive. And, um, you know, you're right, though. There aren't many guys that we've seen this weekend or this past week period uh, that were out hustling more. Uh, she wasn't taking any plays off, zero, and that's very impressive. Well, for for me personally, I think – 
I think that's why she made the plays and the and the tackles that she made because she didn't take the plays off. I mean, I, I'm telling you, and I told her just, you know, maybe when I was being 100% serious, that most guys uh, that would have took that kind of hit that, I mean, rocked them. I mean, and that hit really, really rocked her. I don't think she's seen it. It just hit her, and, I mean, she – she took a lick. Anybody that takes that hard of a lick, I'm I'm telling you, most of the most of the guys that we've seen are are not even gonna stay in the game. But then the very next play, she she made the play. Now she didn't make the tackle but but she made the play. And for me that that was um that might have been just as impressive as making the tackle on the two point conversion. Well, you know, the thing about it, for for those that weren't there, didn't see it, I mean, obviously the play that she gets hit, uh, she makes her way into the backfield. She's upfield, um, and she uh, she kind of gets it's like a crackback block on her, but she gets lifted, a de-cleated, literally. Um, and, you know, I, I had that happen to me in high school, and I ain't going to lie, I came off the field. It hurt, you know, uh, and I'm going to be the first one to tell you it hurt. Um but for her to to stay in the game, and then the, the fact that the matter of the next play wasn't even it wasn't even a gap run, it was a toss, and uh, she had to actually fight off to get to the outside to force him back to the inside, uh, and just to have the, the the whereabouts to to gather herself and to do that, very impressive, very impressed with the, with the uh, the uh, ability of her to uh, be able to just worry about the next play. Yeah, that that's that was my you know, my thing is um being able to and that, you know, too, she's um eighteen years old, she's um sorta of, you know, like I said, she goes to school, she's got a part time job. Um when we met with her, you know, she wants to go to college and, and I'm I'm sure gonna either keep that job or get another job. I mean, um she she knows what um, you know, she was serious uh, about it. That's one thing uh, when me and you met with her that day that I took is is her seriousness about, you know, she's already got things lined up of what she wants to do and, and what she wants to be. And I, I see that, you know, on, on the playing field. And, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm being serious. when, And I wasn't trying to knock on any of those guys on any of those teams we've seen this weekend. Um but you know, just just the type of play that some of them were doing, um, the extracurricular stuff, you know, for me is, is not is not cool. And you know, it's easy to get involved in that when the whole team uh, sort of has that kind of attitude. And when you stay disciplined enough to stay away from it. And and all that, that that's pretty impressive in its own right. Well, it, it's a testament to her ability to actually be a leader. And whether anybody wants to, you know, debate it or not, you know, uh, that quality for her not to follow suit uh, is the ability of her to be a leader. Uh, she's not a follower. She's not throwing helmets, and she's not, you know, taking out personal issues on the football field. And uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with her. Uh, being with no bad habits, being young, first-year player. But that's also a testament to how she, you know, is, she's got a, a decent home life. She's got to work. She's got responsibilities. And she understands what it's taken to be a leader. Uh, and, and that's, you know, those are attributes that's, you know, far going to excel 
her, uh, you know, after football. Because you could just see it in her. And, uh, you know, it, it, again, it's just it's very impressive. Well, you know, we see it all the time in, in women's football. And and that's one thing I think is, is why we see this market. Um, and these girls don't don't play. If, I, if, those, if all these girls, not, not necessarily on our team, it's mostly on other teams, played on a high school team um, where – they they got blocked, like really blocked. I mean, sometimes we've seen her get hammered and double teamed, and they fall on her and just lay on her. Man, some of these girls, if you did that to them, they're screaming and hollering and, uh, you know, want to take it personal like these boys uh, wanting to do some of that stuff. And, man, it's, it's just part of the game. You know what I mean? It's just part of the game. Um, everybody, and even in high school and the fans and all that, everybody wants to call holding on every play. You know, I mean, when you lay on top, if you want to call holding, please call on top of somebody where they can't move. I mean, that's holding, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, look, let's let's be honest. You call holding, you can call holding on every play in every football game. Uh, and nothing would ever get accomplished. You'd be, you know, the score would be zero zero, and you you couldn't even get out the first quarter. Um, uh, but you know, listen, I, I can't express enough about, um, you know, when she is getting double teamed, and when she's switching from one side of the line to the other side of the line, uh, and where she's getting in uh, into the backfield. I, I can't, uh, I can't express enough on how impressive it is to see her as a first year. I mean, this is like, I literally, and I'm telling you, it's like a phenom. I mean, it's like something you've never seen. Uh, a first year senior female on a ball boys football team, uh, and she's starting, and she's racking up stats that are uh, comparable to a lot of, you know, a lot of, of, of guys. Uh, it's just, it's really, it really is unbelievable. And she should really be proud of herself. I know we express how proud we are of her. I know her coaches, and I know her community is certainly proud of her. Uh, and uh, how about her parents? Were her parents not as proud of her a- after that game at the locker room? Oh, yeah, that that was, you know, that's what I tell her early. That, that's, uh, you know, growth, like I said, growing up as a uh, raised by a single parent, and, uh, you know, my mom was the, was the same way. You know, um, just get they get involved in in what you're doing, and and that's one thing that that really hurts a lot of a lot of these girls in in women's football is nobody is there um, to back them. I mean, you look at look at some of the great players that we have on our team. That when I say nobody's there to back them. I mean, I'm talking about nobody. Now, there's fans there to back the team, don't get me wrong. But like, like her parents, you know, they're they're there to give. I'm sure they want to see the team win, but they're there for her. You know, we're there for, to watch her and Sandra. We're not. We're, we if it wasn't for them two girls, I care less about you make the high school football. Not that I don't love football. It's just that you know what? There's so many other high schools around that, that I probably would go to. We're there to support them. Um, that's that's one thing that I I really wish that we could get is is these girls get support from from people that 
you know, that are close to them with a great relationship. And uh, I've seen that with her parents. You know, look, look at Jean Bug. Jean and Gindelsperger, people don't know who we're talking about. Look at the support she gets from her family and her friends. I mean, dude, everywhere we go, she's got a big, big crowd there. And, and just look at what that means to her. And look at all these other girls on the team saying, man, Man, I wish I could get somebody there to just root for me the way they do. So, yeah, to have parents like that, um, I had a mom that, that was in, in golf just like that. And, man, it makes you proud as punch, I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, support, uh, you know, is, listen, you got to have it. And, you know, whether it's from a coach or whether it's from another player, from a family member or just friends, I mean, you got to have that support. Uh, and, and that's what she has, and I think she's going to continue to have it. Um, you know, I, I think that she's got a whole community that's behind her. And, uh, you know, it, listen, yeah, it's just it's a pleasure to watch. Uh, finally, it seems like we, we talked about this last year a little bit, uh, about how big we want this woman's football to get. And, uh, you know, with people like or players like uh, uh, Cindy and you have Sandra and, you, you know, the communities are getting behind them and that's what it, it's going to take. And, um, you know, we're on the right path and it's, it's not going as fast as we want it to. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's probably, and I, my, and we talk about it all the time how fast it will take off, but it may be slow now, but once this gets ahead of steam, I think it's going to, it's just going to just blow up right in our face. And we're just going to be like, wow, where'd it come from? You know? Well, for, for us, uh, you know, we've been, uh, a lot of these, uh, her family is not really familiar with her or her family or Sandra and, and and her family or whatever. They're not familiar with women's football at all. But we see it, you know, all the time. Um, so many of these great players are terrible role models. Um their work ethic's terrible. Their attitude's terrible. The only thing that keeps them from being great is being a great role model, of being a great person, and not just a player, but being a great person. And I think that, you know, one thing, we have a lot of those on our, really on our team, is is we have a lot of really great people on our team, not just uh, great players, but now there's some that that don't have as uh, that kind of I don't know what you call it, but most of these girls on the team would do anything for you and uh, anybody or anything, and uh, you know they carry a lot of them carry themselves in a professional manner and and really um, you know enjoy the game and really respect the game. Now there's some that don't, and to have these girls, uh, especially since we're talking about her and her on the show, to be a, a great role model and, a, as you say, um, you know, leadership quality, um, that's certainly something that, you know, you can take and, and build build women's football on if, you know, if you add that to, to what quality players you already have. Well, I agree with you 100% about the role models. And we talked last year a lot about it, and we actually had a show about it, about these, uh, you know, you know, athletes who say they're not role models. Well, listen, when you're in the public eye, whether you like it or not, you know, or you're a celebrity, 
Uh, and in this case, she's probably a local small-town celebrity. I'm sure uh, everybody around Elizabeth and especially everybody in Unique knows who she is. Um, you know, and the attitude that she has, that she's taking it, she seems like she's, she's, she's welcoming that challenge, uh, and that's what it takes. You have to want to do it, um, you know, and it's all about her attitude. I'm so impressed with her attitude, and I know I keep saying how impressed I am with her, uh, but uh, you don't find a lot of players, uh, especially when you're in women's football, trying to recruit them. Uh, you don't find a lot of uh, uh, women players out there on high school teams that are, um, you know, that are that are contributing, as you were saying earlier, and uh, you know, with the attitude that she has, it's just it's just amazing. Well, I can say we we've been to, um, well, if you call them to Jamboree two games, uh, we've actually been to four football games and. I, we're the only recruiters I've seen at any game. Now, I ain't going to tell you there hasn't been any there, but I sure haven't seen them. And, you you know, you know we know what recruiters are. And uh, we're the only recruiters I've seen there in any kind of matter at all those games. Yeah, I mean, listen, recruiters aren't hard to spot. You know, they're either wearing some type of college gear and they're out there with their notebooks and they got more than one sitting out there. And you're right, I, I haven't seen any. Again, that doesn't mean that they're not out there. Um, but I think that when they're visible and you know they're there, then that's a testament to what they, uh, your school has or what your, uh, what at least what your league in that area is bringing as far as athletes. Um, and so, you know, and I'm not saying that these guys, none of these guys are great athletes and none of these guys are great leaders. Uh, I'm not bashing men at all because I'm a, I am a man. But, um, you know, it just is for us to be excited about women's football and about what we see uh, in the players, especially uh, with uh, Cindy and you have Sandra down there, which, you know, again, she's going to come along. Um, you know, it, she's only a sophomore, so she's got some, some growing to, to do, and she's going to get in there. And uh, I'm just very excited So it, to be passionate about it. And I hope that everybody can understand uh, that we're passionate about it. Um, it just is, um, you know, I, 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 look, sometimes I get lost for words, man. And this is one of those instances when I'm talking about it because I'm, so, uh, I'm so wound up about it and looking at, you know, the football field for us here coming up in, uh, <laughs> you know, in April. Right. Well, I'll tell you the – the main thing I see in uh, in Sandra is is the youth. Um, that's that's what I see uh, more more than anything is when you look at the two girls and you look at the way they carry themselves. Um, Sandra's been playing two more years than Sydney, but the age, man, the difference in in you know being grown up. Um, those three years that they're apart there is is huge in my book and what you see um, out of those two young ladies with the way they carry themselves. I'm not saying that the other girl won't turn out to be a great player in her own right, and I, you know, I feel uh, I really feel with hard work and a lot of things we've talked about um, that she could be. But the biggest thing I see there is is that seriousness and I think that comes from not being quite grown up enough to realize that seriousness you know what I'm saying and much you know they don't have a JV probably don't have a 
a freshman team, or they might have. I don't know. I don't want those words up there. And somebody, you know, want to attack me over it. But there, you don't have. She don't have anywhere to develop. Um, you know, I just had. I just had a lady uh, today send me a message uh, that, man, well, she actually plays on our team. I ain't going to say who, but she plays on our team talking about, you know, hey, how uh, how grateful she is and that we've spoiled them because we, we coach everybody. Uh, we work with everybody all the time, no matter what. And her son's playing high school football, and she realizes he's not played in a while, and realizes that he needs a lot of uh, work to do, but can't even can't get the work because all they want to do is work with the varsity or the seniors. That is sad, and um, that's where you know I, I think um, you know I just had no idea. And I'm sure you didn't either when you first started coaching women. You know, what you were really getting into is that most of these guys, Mike, and I'm talking about some really, really great coaches, most of the guys that I know that are great coaches couldn't coach women's football because of how in depth we have to go to coach these girls. Uh, and it's because they don't uh, – have that experience, you know, and and we work with them to the fullest uh, all the time that we get to see them. Yeah, you know, listen, one of the great things about coaching women's football is most of the girls that we get or women that we get are, you know, they're, they're raw. They maybe have a year or haven't never played at all. So we have an opportunity uh, to teach them exactly how we want them taught. The other uh, the downside of that is, is that they come to us raw, is that we have to teach them everything and, and be in-depth with it. Uh, so it, it's a double-edged sword when it comes to uh, having to coach because we, we do spend a lot of time, uh, and there's only two of us out there. Um, and, you know, we don't have a varsity or a JV. We have all one, and we coach everybody, uh, all positions. And, um, you know, it, it is. It's very difficult. Uh, and, and, and the things that happened at the high school level, even for guys, you know, things get lost, you know. You, you, you have a diamond in the rough that people just look over because they haven't either uh, taken the time to, uh, to explore this guy's uh, ability or, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of it too has, you know, if you have a team that has seniors, uh, you know, a buttload of seniors that are playing. You know, a lot of coaches feel like they have to be indebted to those seniors. Um, you know, I'm listen. You're going to play if you're the best person for the team. You're you're, you're going to play, um, but you know it, it is tough. And you know, listen, Sandra, 15, 16 years old. Uh, her, she's a sophomore. She's still got you know two more good years to play. Um, you know, she she's going to. I think she's going to develop. And I think that if there are some coaches out there that are coaching her, and you know, take some time and try to develop her because there is something for her to do after high school, uh, and she can play at the uh, at the women's level. Yeah, the one the the lady that was uh, messaging me about that today, the greatest point and is and I was thinking about this the other day that she said and I uh, agree with her wholeheartedly a hundred percent is why would you not work at least work these guys against your starters or something, work with them or, or whatever, when they are your future. 
Because you know what? Right now is going around. I, I get it. We're playing. We're playing right now. But as we know all too well, nothing is guaranteed from Friday night to Friday night. And the point that she made had so much value to it because they are the future. They, you might have to have them now. What I've seen players that wasn't very good practice players at all. But by God come game time, son, they turned it on. And if you um, don't get that out of some of them or really see what they can do or give them the opportunity, you know, I've seen guys, I played with guys, that you line them up against the sled, they just weren't into hitting the sled. Maybe their technique uh, wasn't as good. Maybe they didn't understand all this lingo as well. But you line them up in a, um, um, you know, a practice, uh, other teams' defense or offense when you're running your first team and you can't even get a playoff because they're disrupting every play because they don't have to know everything. That's where coaching really becomes so valuable is you have to at some point look at everybody because you don't know where the next star is going to come to if you don't search through them. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, a lot of these big schools, though, uh, Coach, you look at them, a lot of these big schools, these big high schools, they'll have three or four different teams. You know, they'll have a freshman team. They'll have a JV team. They'll have a freshman A and B team. And so I think a lot of these big schools have that benefit of using those as a system uh, to get guys ready for uh, the varsity level. But what happens is is that when you have schools that don't have those, uh, and I, I mean I don't know again I don't know what Unica has uh, uh, exactly, but I'm just going to use them as uh, an example. If Unica does not have those other teams, then you have one varsity team. You're going to have freshmen that are on that football team that are going to get left out in the dark. And like you said, you don't know what happens Friday from Friday. Uh, you don't know what happens one day the next day. Uh, why not find a way or at least attempt to find a way to get these, these, uh, these underclassmen uh, valuable experience in the practice field so you know what you have come game time if you have to use them. It, it's just it's a safety plan, and I don't know why it's not used more. Well, I know when I, when I played in high school, we had a freshman team, and our freshman team, um, we we didn't have enough, and a lot of freshman teams don't have. We didn't have enough to uh, line up a defense and offense. So we actually scrimmaged our JV a lot. Now, at that time, when I was in, in high school, up until I was a senior, so my sophomore, um, my freshman and sophomore year, we actually had um, – Two, where we actually had a freshman, a JV, and a varsity. And if you were on that JV team, you didn't. You, I mean, if you were on the varsity, no matter like me, I was a sophomore and and started on the varsity. I didn't get to play any JV. Um, so when we lined up, I mean, we actually had JV coaches. Freshman coaches. Our freshmen scrimmaged our JV a lot, then the JV would turn around and scrimmage the varsity a lot. Um, and so those players were getting 
coach were getting playing time. And, you know, it wasn't like the the people that were starting on the varsity wasn't playing down and taking the younger people or the people that needed to work play time away. Because the very next year, then they'd step right in. If they were a sophomore, maybe, hey, for instance, maybe I know a boy that was a junior. I was a sophomore. He was a junior. I started on the varsity, and he didn't, and they started him on the JB. Well, he got a lot of playing time and developed into being a starter when he was a senior and was a really good player. If he Had he not uh, got to play in that JB, he, he might have never mounted anything. But the main thing is he had coaches of his own. Now, at certain times, we went through the same drill. But when we broke up into groups, he broke up into uh, the JV group. If we were in a first-team offense, he ran. He was on the on the uh, the defense. If we were in first-team defense, he was on the other offense. So they were getting work. They were getting you know practice. Uh, the the woman said to me today is, uh, and I, I don't know what happened. I guess she was at practice. I'm, I'm not sure. But she was frustrated that, you know, uh, my son hasn't moved out of his tracks in, in 45 minutes. And I can't ever, ever, ever remember a time period that I played high school football that I stayed in one place for 45 minutes unless I was on crutches. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a little that's a little outlandish to be having somebody uh standing around for 45 minutes. Um you know, there's other things you're going to lose that kid's going to lose interest. You're going to lose him before he even really gets started if that's the case and it's it's a shame that that happens. Um uh you know, I I would you know, if I'm that parent, I question the ability of that coaching staff. I mean, if you're focused so much on um you know, just on on certain individuals uh and I got it. You know, sometimes Sometimes sports uh, coaching, uh, you get caught up in doing uh, what you think is right, which actually turns out to be the wrong thing for other people, and they lose interest in it. And it happens uh, all too uh, too often. And, um, you know, I would just encourage if, if he's listening or even if, if uh, she's listening, you know, hey, you know, get involved as far as, you know, finding out what it is that he needs to be doing uh, or, or not necessarily him be doing off off the field, but why is he uh, you know just you know standing around for 45 minutes? I mean that's that's it's really a, a, a waste of time if he's not learning anything. That's the key though. That's, he's got to be learning something. He's standing around. You can stand around and learn because you know we me and you both know that. But um, you know you still let's just be standing around for 45 minutes. That's you know that's just unacceptable. He he's actually on the JB team. I don't know what what happened to that magnitude. Um, you know, people don't realize um, how you know we we talk about it all the time. But um, you know how hard and people say, well, how hard is coaching? And and I you know I'm not going to question anybody's um, you know want to question us, but. You know, a lot of those games, after we get through playing a game, you know, we're just spinning ourselves because we, I mean, we did everything we could at every single play and every single position trying to get a mismatch and, and do this that, you know, I feel like I'm just drained. And, you know, we talked about that a bunch. Um, if 
yeah, I, I will say this: if I if I'm a head coach uh, at a high school football team, first of all, first of all, I'm going to have several assistants, and and if, if that means, and I'm going to quote, if that means going and getting people that want to volunteer that I know are capable of helping me and have the same things in mind that I do or are willing to do what I want them to do, I'm going to have plenty of help. Um, Because, listen, a small high school roster is is 30 players. Now, that's a big roster in women's football. High school roster, a small roster is 30 players. And I'll promise you this, three coaches, two coaches, whatever, can't get the job done uh, the way it needs to be done. And um, I don't know how many this team, this guy plays on, but when I when I watched them scrimmage, um, they didn't do a whole lot. One guy that was actually doing most of the coaching, I'm not sure was even a coach at all. So I'm, all I'm saying is I, if I'm the head man, naturally I'm going to the – school saying, hey, I need help. And first of all, I want to pick that help. They're getting paid, they're teachers, whatever. I want to pick that help. And then when they give me all they can afford to give me, then I'm going to say, you know what, I'm going out on my own and, and find me some other guys that I know that are that are good coaches that can help me help these boys. Now, this head coach personally may never teach this boy anything, until he gets to be a senior or gets to be a starter or whatever. But this guy's position coaches and uh, junior varsity coaches and all that, they should really be hands-on working with this kid. You know, when I I came up, um, I remember being, uh, you know, you're playing, you play your JV, uh, and then you play varsity. That was all we had, JV and varsity uh, in Virginia Beach. Um, But – Whatever we ran in high school, or JV was exactly the same offense that we ran uh, in, in the varsity. And our coaches at the JV were on the sideline helping coaching uh, the varsity players. But it wasn't a disadvantage because these coaches also were familiar with these guys as they were with JV. So the so it, we you know we had ten different coaches. Five or one team and five or the other. But when it came Friday nights, we were all one team. So that's how our staff was as big as it was. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm with you. I don't understand how um, you know a community like, especially in Elizabethan, uh, Tennessee, down there with Unica. You know, if they got three coaches, don't know. I know one of them, but I don't know the other two. Um, it just seems to me like you know, you got to have uh, coaches. But as you were saying, they have to have those same core values. Uh, as the head coach and buy into what the head coach is doing so it, it is successful because if not, then you're just really shooting yourself in the foot uh, and then you're back at square one. No no doubt about that. Um, I, I feel like um, that if you're, you know, the, the thing that always bothered me, Next even before I ever coached the down of football is you're getting not you exactly, but as a coach of a high school team, college or whatever, you're you're getting paid. Now I'm 
I know there's a lot of people listening. They'd be wanting to jump down. Man, ain't much. Maybe it's not. But you chose to do it. You most likely have to do it. And if that's the case, you're getting paid to coach. That means, by God, get out there and coach. Give it 100%. You owe it to those kids. That's who you owe it to. Nobody else but to those kids. And so much, I mean, we said last year, when we went and watched those basketball games and we covered Dylan and Riley, how many times did we see those coaches over there just terrible? You know, we see it in women's football. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody thinks, you know, it's just as easy as, as putting a whistle around your neck, calling yourself a coach. And and for me, personally, it ain't. And for all these coaches that we've watched, uh, you know, none of them, I don't say none of them, um, Hamptons did, but most of these coaches just didn't show any emotion at all. And I mean, uh, to get after them for anything, or like you said, to to get down there and try to get them, um, you know, up and uh, to to win the game or, you know, anything of that nature. We just didn't see that, man, and it was – and it's sad. It, it is. It, it, I mean, I one game – the first game we went through, uh, not the Jamboree, but, you know, the one at East, I, I, was, I was just so disheartened about why – uh, you know the coaches were, uh, I guess, behaving the way they were. As far as not getting, uh, it seemed like trying to get them into the uh, the game. Look, let me tell you, I I've coached at this level, minor league level, for for you know fifteen or not fifteen, somewhere between twelve and thirteen, fourteen years, and um, I still remember my high school coach, uh, Coach Ken Taylor, who is uh, he's no longer with us, but uh, I owe it to him because he coached me and I bought into what he he was selling. And so I feel like as a coach, and I, I constantly, even when I'm out there, I, I have him in the back of my mind. I owe it to him. And uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people should take more pride uh, in the fact that whatever they're doing is, is uh, you know, it's, it's a representation of, of how they were, how they were coached. Um, and I think that's just a pride that I take in it. And I think more coaches should probably take, take that same pride. Yeah, man, I agree. Well, Mike, unfortunately, buddy, we've uh, about run out of time here. We've got about two or three minutes left to go. Uh, maybe we'll save some left for another time. But uh, appreciate you joining me and uh, going to the games and us recruiting that girl and our girls. And, uh, you know, I um, hope that the rest of these girls on our team um, – get involved with uh, going and watching this girl play and, and get behind her. It can only help our team. It can only help these girls out, period, you know, to to go and support her and, to, you know, to see that we're not just the coaches and owners and are, are behind her, that, you know, our whole team's behind her. Even though they are, you know, you need to show it by presenting yourself. And, uh you know, because they've all asked me, well, how's this girl? How'd she do? You know, this, that, and other. So, um, may, you know, maybe uh, after Sunday we can, you know, we can talk about some of that stuff and uh, men's they're off this Friday and, and get some people some games. But, 
Man, I appreciate you coming on and joining with us tonight. Hey, man, I, no problem. Anytime you need me, you know I'm here, brother. All right, man, I appreciate it. Coach Mike Wallace, head man. Coach Mike Wallace, head coach. South City Thunder, joining us tonight for a little bit. Talk some women's football and uh, high school football. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening tonight, um, especially JC. Um, hate you didn't get to go see your family. Um, have a good camping trip. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to put up with us to talk about women's football. I know you um, get paid as much as I do for it, so uh, it's it's a rarity that people, you know, want to do anything anymore just because of the goodness of their heart and actually want to be, um, you know, just glad to be a part of something. So uh, thank you for uh, putting up with us and everything you do, and I hope you all have a um, uh, good camping trip. So, uh, everybody else, appreciate you listening and following us. And uh, thanks to Mike, Coach Mike Wallace and uh, Sidney Robertson for coming on the show tonight. I feel like it was a really good show. And uh, uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.